0: fifth chapter, I'm going to talk about a very familiar story, and I just want us to have an expectation of healing today, and I just feel, and and just, again, this this is not anything that I had thought we'd share on, so y'all just be praying with me that I speak as the Lord would speak. Uh, It says that when we have the privilege of standing uh, and teaching, we get to speak as the oracles of God. So I want you to have an expectation of healing for today, but healing for this week. Okay? Amen. Everybody say healing today, healing today. And, healing this week. and healing this week. Amen. You're going to get an opportunity today and or this week to pray for people to be healed. All right? Does that make sense? Amen. Amen. So who's the healer? Jesus, Jesus is the healer but let me add you like this where does jesus live now so now let me ask you that question so jesus is the healer and jesus lives in you so who's the healer we are. we are right remember scripture never says go and pray for people to be healed scripture says go heal people how do we do that how do we heal people Right? We heal people in the power and the authority of the name of Jesus. Just like what happened with Peter and John that day in Acts chapter 3 and 4. When it says they were just going to a prayer meeting and they see a lame man who had been there for 40 years. They'd probably passed him multiple of times because they were praying people. But that day they looked on him and something rose up in their heart. The knowledge of what they have. Go there, Keep your hand in Mark chapter 4. Five, we'll get back there, I believe, maybe. <laughs> but I want to build a build a, a little bit of a, a continued case for healing. Man. And I'm just gonna go y'all just y'all trust me. Yes. Amen. Miss Bailey, I love you. You know that, don't you? Today's for you, sweetie. You understand that? You know, we were driving home yesterday. I couldn't stop praying for you. Right? There's not a drove almost 1,300 miles, and it was like you were riding with me every way. Today's for you, right? Today, he he he's going to heal you today. Amen. You believe that? Will you trust me? Amen. I'll never do anything to hurt you. Neither will your father, not just your natural father, but your heavenly father. Amen. So I want you to listen real good today, all right? Because healing is for everyone. It's for you. It was promised with you in your forgiveness. Amen. Healing, one hundred percent, whole. Never have to go back again. Never have to return to treatments. Never have. That's for you. Amen. That's the power of God. That is real and alive. Amen. And you don't have to do anything to earn it. It's freely given to you by Jesus because he loves you so very much. Amen. But this is how it works. Amen. It's like this. It says that these Peter and John and they went, I don't know. I'm going to have to just tell you. All right. Y'all just trust me that it's in the Bible. Amen. So it's Acts chapter four. But it says Peter and John went that day and they saw this man and he'd been there for a long time. Right. He'd been there. It said 40 years. He'd been there his whole life. He had been at the gate, right? Sometimes, if I can just be, I'm just going to pop the clutch. Sometimes, you know, when you're helping people and they fought for something for a long time, right? When they've been sick for a long time, amen, it it can be challenging for them, amen, because this thing has been with them. It's been there. It's it's almost like a daily companion that goes with them and journeys with them, right? Amen. But God has a long history of taking care of long time problems. Yes. Amen. This man had a condition for 40 years. It says he was lame or paralyzed from birth. And he had been sat there from a small child in the same place to beg money. Right. And Peter and John looked at this man that day, but something was different in them. Amen. They realized what they had been given because of Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. And they looked at the man and he looked at them and he was expecting he was going to get an offering. They were going to put some money in the hat. Mm
1: -hmm. right?
0: And this day Peter said, Hey listen, I forgot my wallet at home. Mm -hmm. But what I have, I now give you. And in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I speak healing over your body in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And it says they reached forth and grabbed him by the hand. And it says his feet and his ankle bones received strength. And immediately he stood up, leaping, praising, shouting unto God for his goodness. Yes. Amen. 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 Healing is in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I'm going to try to find that back. And it says that they were accused of Peter and John, whereby the leaders of the day. And they said, by what authority, by what right? Have you done this thing? And they said, easy. It's the authority and the right of the name of Jesus. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Every tongue shall confess. Amen. Everything in heaven, everything on earth, everything under the earth is subject to the name of Jesus. So they said, it's in the name of Jesus. And they realized, that which I have, let me give to you. And they gave that lame man the name of Jesus.
1: Yes. yes. Amen. Amen. You believe that? Yes.
0: Amen. Amen. You believe that? Amen. Amen. Today I'm going to give you the name of Jesus. Yes.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Amen. And at the name of Jesus, everybody say the name of Jesus. Name Amen. Of Jesus. Amen. You ever wonder why God called G- Jesus Jesus? Does that make sense? Yes. You Ever wonder why God named Jesus Jesus? Yeah. I mean, he could have. He could have. You know, Brother Hagin, he could have called him Oliver Sockwad, right? I mean, he could have chosen any kind of name. But why did God choose Jesus as Jesus' name? Because it literally means Jehovah saves. Mm -hmm. Every time you declare the name of Jesus, you're actually declaring God is saving that. When you minister and you speak the name of Jesus over someone who is sick, you're actually saying God is saving you from that. God is delivering you from that. Mm -hmm. God is setting you free from that. That lame man that day, they said in the name of Jesus, God is saving you, delivering you from that lameness. He's delivering you from that condition of 40 years. He's setting you free from that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. What do I mean by believe that? Do you you trust that? Mm -hmm. Amen. Do you trust it? Hallelujah. That's God. Amen. Now for, for those here that you believe, that's what you can do every day of your life. As believers, in the name of Jesus, it says, and in, in, we're in Mark. Uh, maybe I'll get to Mark 5. I don't know. Y'all praying with me. Y'all please pray. Amen. Just believe that we speak as the Spirit would lead and guide and direct. Amen. Mark chapter 16 we been talking about this for all y'all. Ready to see people healed? Yes. Are you really? Yes. yes. Hey, Amen. Are you ready to go heal people, guys? I'm so ready. Yes. Are y'all ready? Yeah. There are people have been bound up in stuff for years. Yeah. They've been trapped in stuff sometimes their whole life. Yes. Amen. And you've been given the power to set them free. Yeah. Amen. People are begging for God to move, and God is begging that we would go. Amen. It says here, it says, Mark chapter 16, Jesus, when he, uh, he's ascending, man, it says in verse 14, later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart. Man, may that never be said about me. I hope. If I, Lord, if I need to be rebuked, rebuke me. But Lord, help me to not have a hard heart and not believe or trust you. Because they did not believe those who had seen him after their, he had risen. Do you see that? Amen. They, that the, the eleven had heard that Jesus was alive. That he was risen from people who had seen him. And they doubted that. I mean guys. Huh? They chose not to believe it. Amen. Guys, doubt is simply choosing not to trust what is clearly seen about Jesus. That's all doubt is. Doubt is when we can see clearly from the pages of Scripture what he said, and we choose to say, no, no, that's not real for me. That might be good for Kurt, but that's not, that's not going to apply to me. Well, God will do that for Miss Eloise, because she's feisty, right? <laughs> but but he might, he's not, probably not going to do that for me. Right? No, no, when we can clearly hear and see the testimony of Jesus... And hear His own words, yes. Amen. Then we can say, the Lord, You are risen, and You are alive, Amen." It says here. So Jesus said to them, "Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and is baptized will be saved. He that does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe." Right? Who here believes? Amen. Who's a believer here? Who you believe that Jesus is God? You believe that Jesus died as you and took away your sins. You believe that Jesus rose again from the dead and has given you eternal life by letting you know the Father. Amen. How many of you believe that? Then it says here, if you believe that, then in the name of Jesus, you will cast out demons. Hallelujah. It says these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, in Jesus' name, They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. Hallelujah. That's why you hear me speak in tongues out loud.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Not because I'm a weirdo, but because I'm a believer. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. And if you're a believer, you can speak in tongues out loud too.
1: Yes.
0: Amen. it says, you will take up serpents or drink anything deadly, and it will by no means hurt you. Now, that doesn't mean we're going to start snake handling so nobody gets scared. Amen. But it does mean this. I'm not afraid of COVID-19. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not afraid of vaccines. Yeah. I'm not afraid of any deadly thing that might try to bite me, yeah. poke me, jab me, stick to me.
1: Yeah.
0: Amen. Are you with me? Yes. Mm, some of y'all with me.
1: <laughs>
0: Amen. Hallelujah. But it won't hurt you. You can go into the middle of a whole room full of COVID positive people mm-hmm. and you can say, sneeze on me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It will not hurt me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why? Because mm-hmm. I am a believer. Yes. And in the name of Jesus, <laughs> sickness dies when it touches this body. Yes. Amen. Are you with me? Disease dies when it touches this body. Why? Because this body is filled with the very living spirit of God. The same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead Amen. dwells in you. And if that same spirit which animated a dead man's body lives in you, he will quicken, Amen. make alive your death-doomed body yes. by the power of the yes. spirit that's, that's right. on the inside Amen. of you. Amen. Yes. Amen.
1: Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. So there's
0: nothing to fear. That's right. There's no sickness to be afraid of.
1: Right. No. There's no
0: disease to fear. There's no poison to fear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, I can eat Deo tacos and it won't hurt me. Amen, we did that yesterday. Yeah. Amen, we ate Deo tacos, had some leftover from the drive. Yeah. Amen. Are you with me? Does this help you a little yeah. bit? Then it says this, and I love this one. In the last of verse 18, it says, and they will, I love that. Does it say they might? Does it say maybe? What does it say? Will. They will lay hands on the sick and the sick will Recover Doesn't say they might recover Doesn't say they might get better What will they do? They will recover recover. Hallelujah Amen Praise God You ready to recover? Mm -hmm. Ms. Bailey, you ready? Mm -hmm. Amen Will you let me lay hands on you here in a little bit? And do just what the Bible says? Amen Praise God I'm not trying to pick on you sweetie I hope I'm not embarrassing you I I, I love you so much Amen. Love you so, so much. Yeah. Amen. Are you, are you with me this morning? Yes, absolutely. Amen. Now go to Mark 5 and then we'll land the plane and we'll go home. How's that sound? And y'all can say, a miracle happened. Brad preached short. <laughs> Amen. a <laughs> miracle. <laughs> Amen. Mark chapter 5. Again, famous story. now when Jesus in verse 21, now when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side of the lake, a great multitude gathered to him and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came. Jairus was his name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and he begged him earnestly and said, my daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her and she will be made well and she will live. So Jesus went with him and the great multitude followed him and thronged him. And it says, now a certain woman who had a flow or an issue of blood for 12 years. How long? 12. 12, Twelve years. Again, a long time thing. <laughs> and had suffered many things from many doctors. And had spent all that she had, talking about her money. And was no better, but had rather gone worse. So that look wasn't looking good for her, right? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. But I love this. Verse 27. But when she heard about Jesus, Mm -hmm. what makes all the difference? When you hear about Jesus. When you hear about God who saves.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Amen. Well, what what did she hear about Jesus? You have to imagine this in their culture. She heard this is the one who's saying he's the Messiah, the Savior. The one we have been waiting on for thousands of years. Right? When she heard about Jesus. Amen. She heard, this is the Messiah. Well see, the Jewish people knew something about Messiah. And we're going to see it here. They knew that not only would he save them from their sins. They knew because of their culture he would heal them of their diseases. Right? How do we know that? Because the scripture prophesied, I believe in Isaiah, and it says about Messiah, it said that he would have healing in his wings. Anybody ever heard that verse before? And you ever wondered, you know, if that meant like Jesus had like chicken wings, or like did he have turkey wings, or what kind of wings did Jesus have? Right? You know, is there healing in Jesus' buffalo wings? Right? No, they understood from their culture that the wings were the tassels that hung on the Jewish garment. There was, and they, I used to know the name of it, but I forgot yeah, it. Huh? A tallit. a tallit? Okay, there you go. The, according to those, I'll take their word as a tallit. Right? It's like a prayer shawl. Everybody seen those Jewish prayer shawls? You know, They're like a big rectangle, and they put them on. And so the prophecy was is that he would be a teacher of the people of Israel. The teachers of Israel, their kind of mark of distinction was this garment that they would wear and on the garment there were these tassels called the wings (laughs) right and in first century jewish culture because of that prophecy they actually made the tassel with a special corner one of the tassels was different than the other three and that tassel always represented the coming messiah so this is going to, i say all that to help you understand what this woman was connecting to. So she heard of Jesus. Here's the Messiah. She hears that he's coming. Now it'll make more sense. So she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Have you ever wondered why she chose that? You ever read that story before? Yeah. And wondered, you know, well, because that's weird for us, right? She his hand. Like you know, because I mean, it would be like me if I'm going to come in behind and I'm going to grab the hem of Selena's garment. You're like going, "That's weird." That's, that's that's weird, right? Well, not for them, right? Because she was touching Jesus on who He said He was. That specific right? Look, like it says she touched the garment, for she said, "If I can only touch His clothes." And if you look at that in the in the, language, the tassels, I will be made well. I will be restored. And it says, and immediately the fountain of her blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed from her affliction. Hallelujah. Amen. I really think she reached up and she touched that tassel that identified him as Messiah. She heard Jesus. Jesus you're the Messiah. You have healing in you. I'm going to touch where you said you had healing.
1: Yes.
0: I'm going to touch you because you are the healer. If I can touch you, yeah. you'll make me well. Yeah. Two-fold church for the to realize that I want us to develop that attitude about ourselves. If people can just come touch you, mm-hmm. they've touched the healer. Amen. Uh, I want you to have that. I, I want us to, go, we should see people and inside of us, the compassion of God should go, I, I just got to touch them. And if I can touch them, they'll be healed. Amen. Amen. If I can touch them, the power that God put in me will go into them. Hallelujah. Amen. Does that make sense? Amen. And I love this. this is, so Jesus, verse 230, immediately knowing... In himself, that power had gone out of him. I love that. Did you know you can feel when the power of God goes out of you? Yes. Amen. You can feel when power. But that tells me this. Did you know that there's power in you to go out? Yes. <laughs> Amen. Did you know you're like an open socket of healing?
1: Yeah.
0: You know, we've got a house full of kids, right? <laughs> Amen. And, and we never put one of those safety plugs over any of our light switches ever. Because my thought was, is they'll only do it once. <laughs> Worst case or not, you know. And, and I forgot which I, was Caleb one of them was tried once, yes. right? And they only did it once, he's still with us, right? <laughs> Amen. But you're like that with healing. The power of the kingdom of God <gasps> resides on the inside of you. Yes. Hallelujah. And all it takes Hallelujah. is is someone, either you or the person coming, to say, I will touch the healing power of God. Yeah. Or for you to say, I will release the healing power of God. Yes. How do you release the healing power of God? In the name of Jesus. Yes. How do you release the healing power of God? In Jesus' name, yeah. I will touch you and you will be better. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Are you with me? I love that. I mean, here, and we'll finish this. It says, And the disciple said to him, Lord, look at the crowd. And you say, who touched me? And he looked around, Jesus did, to see the one who had done this thing. So who did the healing that day? She did. Who did the healing that day for that lady? She She did. Because notice what Jesus, Jesus is looking around to say, who did this? Yeah. We would normally say, oh, Jesus did it. Yeah. But Jesus didn't do it. Jesus was trying to get to Jairus' daughter. He's wondering who did it. He was wondering who did it. Who did this thing? Who sucked this power out of me?
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Right. And the lady did. How did she suck the power out of Jesus? She believed who he said he was. Mm-hmm. She heard about him, heard he was coming in her neighborhood, said, he is the Messiah. He is the one who has healing in his wings. He is my redeemer. He is Jehovah who saves. And she decided, I will go. I will touch him. He will heal me because that's who he is. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right? Right? Jesus had no idea what was going on. He was thronged about. Mm -hmm. She did that.
1: Yes. That's right.
0: Does that make... Many times again, we teach it like this. We're waiting for Jesus to heal people. There is nothing else Jesus can do to heal people. Mm -hmm. He's already done everything that he could do to heal people. Amen. He's already died and taken away our sin. He's already been beaten with those whips. Mm -hmm. And by his stripes, we were healed. Mm-hmm. He's already carried our sicknesses and our pains on the cross. Yes. He, there is nothing else for him to do.
1: Right.
0: right? So now that means it's up to us. It's up to us either to reach out like the woman and say, Lord, I believe in who you said you are, and I'm going to take my healing I'm going to touch you and receive what you've already done. Or it's up to us to go and to lay hands on those who are sick and to minister that healing through them in the name of Jesus. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Does that make sense? Yes. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And I love this. And finally it says, and so verse 34 or verse 33 says, but the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her. Right? Mm -hmm. Amen. And the reason why she was fearing and trembling was that she wasn't supposed to be out in public. She was Impure, right? She should have been, by law, that day stoned. Aren't you glad we don't live there anymore? Yeah, amen. Amen. <laughs> Aren't you glad yeah. of Jesus? Amen. Aren't I just so glad for Jesus? Amen. I, we were listening to—I forgot what it was on the drive back home yesterday. and We were talking about that kind of stuff from one of our teachers at rhema Reggie Knowles would talk, taught us about the power of the blood of Jesus. And, and he would say, you know, every time you read through the Old Testament and you hear them, you know, they sacrificed an animal and all this blood mm-hmm. went everywhere to pay for stuff. Mm-hmm. He would tell us, say out loud, thank you, Jesus, that today all I have to do is say yes. That's
1: right. That's
0: right. <laughs> that's all I have to do right. every time you read about that and that all you have to do today yes. is say, yes, Jesus, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Jesus, I receive. That's right. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. All we have to do to go minister healing is say, Yes, Jesus, I'll go pray. Yes, yes Jesus, I'll obey. Right? I mean, not to let the, the total cat out of the bag, so to speak, but one of the things that we're coming home to you guys with from the conference of this last week is to love, um, to love doing the Word of God. Yeah. Amen. How many of you say you've heard someone say, "I love the Word of God"? Right. Yeah. And sometimes we have to be careful because we can say that, like, "Oh, I love the Word of God. I love to read it. Yeah. I love to hear it. Yeah. I love to study it. Right. I love to hear great preachers preach about it." Mm-hmm. But we really don't love the Word of God until we go do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. So say what we say, "I love." I To do the Word of God. To do do the Word of God. Right? I love to do the Word of God. I love to do the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's do the Word of God this morning. Amen. (laughs) Bailey, can I pray for you?